We are back. Season four of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs podcast. I'm Brett, and along with me is two other hosts and a producer. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we like to showcase breweries, their beers, and conclude every episode with a thematic-ish conversation. If you're a casual listener or a seasoned vet, you know what to expect. Producers continue to change short episodes, but the same old connoisseurs will continue to provide top-tier content every single episode. Please feel free to listen to all of our previous episodes and producer specials to get an insight into all of the breweries and beers we've mostly enjoyed. And whether you're new or returning, we are pleased to be your favorite craft beer podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now for today's episode. Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Brett. I'm Tyler. And along with us today is producer Austin. Yes. Hi, Austin. Hello. Now, Hello. Do, should we mention that we're in different digs now? Yes, yes. A lot tighter space. For now. Uh, but also a better space for recording. Yeah. Because it's not your living room anymore. It's not the living room. Of we, an apartment. It's true. We have dedicated air conditioning, mm-hmm. which was a problem. It was. It was. The temperature control in the apartment, oh. not great. I think I mentioned it a few times. Not great. No, no, it was not great. <laughs> but, I mean, all things considered, we do have a temporary recording space here in the new house. Yes. We'll see what we do Yes. Long-term. You're a homeowner now. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes. I... Producer Austin clapped too, but, you know. Yeah. Much like his voice, silence. <laughs> <laughs> he had a golf clap. Yeah, it's true. But, uh, yeah, no, it's it's good space. We have a beautiful view too. Absolutely. This is way better than just the view of your screen. Like, obviously, we're still viewing a screen, but I also have, like, a, a nice view of nature. Nature. There is some nature in the background, right? Which it's, we might talk about some nature in this episode. We might get what there, is perhaps. this episode? So this today's episode, we're going to be reading Lovebird Brewing, based out of the Grey Highlands yeah. in Ontario. Yes, we might be able to see some lovebirds in the backyard. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> maybe. Just two lovebirds sitting here. No, the two lovebirds own this house now. <laughs> oh no, uh. no. <laughs> uh, as always, we're going to be having two beers today. The first one is Good Things, uh, which is actually a dry hopped rice lager. No, I believe we've had one rice lager. We'll get yes. to that before, uh, later on, maybe, um, on the podcast previously. And the second is Lovely Day. I thought you were going to sing it. Uh, no? A, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> it is a lovely day outside. It is. Nice crisp fall mm-hmm. air, which is a New England-style pale ale. And to finish off the episode, we're going to talk about our experiences with birds. And we're back. We are back. And still in this house. You haven't defaulted on your mortgage payment yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the back. first one come out last Thursday. Yeah, I'm so. sure you were pumped about that. Uh, pretty excited, yeah, actually. It's, it's you good know? time. Anyway. <laughs> so, Lovebird, as mentioned, is based in the Great Highlands, but it's a contract brew with no physical bricks and mortar location at this time. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, but, that, you know, that's being worked on. Okay. Um, obviously, it's kind of difficult in this uh, time to find the right building at the right price. Right. And, and maybe up in Grey Highlands area, there's yeah. not a whole lot of, you know, yes. mixed-use commercial space. And I think there's a lot space. of, obviously, things are a little bit overpriced with the uh, interest rates being uh, not great. Yeah. But, uh, North you know. of six. Yeah. So I do that, know. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you do know. <laughs> uh, however, they do operate the Lovebird Snack Club in Thornberry, where you, they can enjoy, uh, or they, as long with the uh, uh, people else. that goes in there. Yeah. Right? Uh, Lovebird on tap, in cans, along with other great Ontario beers, wines, spirits, etc. And the brand was launched in November of 2022. So just over about a year now. Or yeah, under a year, uh, I should a, say. Uh, just under Math, a year. not good. Austin, Ooh. thank you for the correction. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Austin, easier the little tiny golf claps and the minor yes, corrections. right. All right. So, um, yeah, Lovebird ran by a husband and wife team. 
Mm-hmm. Seen that before a couple of times. Uh, we have, yes. Um, but they're still together. So we've also seen it gone the other way too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Alexander and Emily uh, Charmau, I believe, or Cromau, Cromau. I think we'll uh, go with Cromau. Yeah, yeah. And if uh, we apologize if we're saying that incorrectly, our bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not here for the last names. We're here for the beer. That's true. <laughs> so Alex is actually a brewmaster himself, which makes things a little bit easier uh, when you you know start a brewery if you can do everything yourself, right? A little it bit. It does better. make sense. Uh, with a master's degree in analytical chemistry, so smart guy. Smart guy. Yeah. We hope the beers are really good then too, because there's a lot of you know math, science, chemistry, chemistry. That goes into it. Um, so yeah, he's utilized that experience uh, with working at uh, different breweries, um, which includes Collective Arts, Black Bellows, and Nickel Brooks. So some some pretty big names there. Mm-hmm. Some popular uh, breweries. And I was just gonna say, they uh, uh, Lovebirds must have chemistry, right? Just one of those things. It's like twice. That? That's twice you brought up Lovebirds and chemistry. Ooh. I'm telling you, this is good. Uh, so Lovebird is also located in many different restaurants up in the Gray, uh, Gray and Bruce County, along with bottle shops like Wheel Brew and Berry, Princess Cafe and Kitchener, and Fourth and Seven in Toronto. Lovebird's beer is about being approachable, along with focusing on collaboration, community, and inclusivity. Yeah. Did I say that right? You threw a T in there. You threw did an I? extra T th- in there. I thought yeah. I did. Yeah. I thought I did. But that's okay. Damn it. Um, yeah. Obviously, I've never been there and you've never been there. No. Because no. where would you go? No. I no. miss you so. Yeah, right. Seems like it's been forever. Since we've done something? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> we got to go to some of these places. But again, this doesn't have the bricks and mortar. But you know what? I'm going to go to the snack shop. And yeah. have all their beers along with, you know, maybe some snacks. Well, what we should do is when they do open, we should uh, take a tour. I'm thinking so. And uh, we, we are due go. for a good tour. We, I was either going to suggest that or Buffalo. Because my wife just came back from there. And it, trust me, it's, it's when they say destinations of the states for craft beer, Buffalo is actually a pretty good it's one. It's up there. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Did she bring us back anything? Uh, yes, she did. She brought us back something. Correct. That's nice. uh, not producer Austin. Um, <laughs> oh, so what a nice as a, a kind of a joke, um, because this is my first time being at Tyler's new house, mm-hmm. um, a run of the mill thing that people do for a gift they do this. is they put a smear off ice in a bag yeah. as like a housewarming gift or like a happy birthday gift or like a, you know, happy Kwanzaa gift or something. Something. Right? Uh, so I provided that. You did. For, for you. And, um, On this, the day of the recording. Yes. Uh, we'll do it afterwards. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do the, the beers yes, first. Yes, correct. But um, my wife does have your actual oh, <laughs> housewarming well, gift. Oh, well, that's nice. Uh, she's just not here today. And... Rightfully so. That's yeah. That's fair. But anyway, <coughs> continue on. We digress. Yes. Um, yeah. So there's no bricks and mortar, no. and there's no delivery at this time. So no. Lovebird is really kind of very grassroots, even though they've been doing it for a year. A year's not a whole lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're still kind of figuring out the logistics, which is which is great. Now there's a caveat with this because there was special delivery provided. Yes. To the craft beer connoisseurs. So, and uh, talking with um, Alex, um, we kind of went back and forth and said, oh, this, you know, this is where, because I got delivered to my house. Yes. Um, I kind of put my address in there. It's like, hey, you want to ship them? Boo. Cool. Like, you know, we can figure out a way to get them. And he's like, actually, the warehouse is close by. I can just uh, yeah. what are you swing by that, in eh? like 25 minutes and drop them off, and, uh, which is great. And my, uh, my wife runs a home daycare, and he came during lunchtime. 
And apparently my wife said that he was just standing at the door waiting for somebody to grab the beers, <laughs> uh, which my wife did, which yeah. is, you know, good for her. Yes, good, good, job. For her. good um, for her. Probably better than my three-year-old <laughs> to well, grab the beers because uh, my wife is of uh, legal age. drinking age. Yes, that's true. So my daughter is not. So, I mean, a super, super shout out to oh, Alex. Yes, we'll, yes. we'll thank him again, but I'm, I'm sure we'll thank him many times for this episode. Yes, especially if the beer's good, we'll thank you a lot. Yes, it's a good point. Um, yeah, so actually with Lovebird only being kind of in their, their sister shop, yes. if you will, that Snack Shack, um, with Snack Club, there they've got uh, some hours that you can go there and have the beers. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 11 to 8, and Sunday, 11 to 4. Mm-hmm. We're going to link their information on our social media, and maybe, uh, I don't know, should we fly on to beer number one? Sure, let's do that. Yeah. And again, big shout out to Alex from Lovebird for dropping off the beers. Thanks, Alex. God, you love it when a plan comes together, right? The real MVP. And this one did for sure. It did come together. Uh, So the first beer we're having today is Good Things, which is a dry rice hopped lager. Okay. Looking forward to this. Yes, I am am as well. 4.6 ABV, 16 IBUs. Yeah. Take it away, good sir. Thank you. So Good Things is a mix of everything lagers. Okay. Uh, taking inspiration from the Japanese rice lagers, old brewing processes in the States, and their own spin using German hops. So this is a very international kind of lager. Yes. Um, as I said, I'm, I am really looking forward to this. It's like all the good things from all those places. Yeah. Uh, this is brewed with uh, 25, 26 25 or 26% percent rice. Okay. And the rest is the uh, German Pilsner malt. Uh, it's lightly dry hopped to give, you know, subtle melon and strawberry character. Okay. Um, the hop used is uh, sapphire um, within the whirlpool. And yeah, not sapphire. Sapphire? Yeah. Yeah. And then dry hopped with the Huel melon. So this is going to have a lot of different flavors to it, I think. And yes. we know, you know, historically on the craft beer connoisseurs, lagers, Generally fall into a nice little range, uh, <laughs> which can be, you know, criticized by those out there saying we don't know what we're talking about. Um, but that's okay. Yeah, because we do. <laughs> we, we do. And uh, I mean, there, there can be four, four and a half, five loggers. Yeah. It's just for us, it's just, you know, there's, there's a range that it kind of fits in. This has some very distinct flavor profile. Yes. And again, kind of looking forward to seeing what that looks like. Uh, me as well. Okay. Cannot wait to get into this. Yeah. So if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons and untapped at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. The rating for good things is 3.72 out of 5 with 54 check-ins. And three of our friends on Untapped have had it with a check-in of 3.82. Ooh. Okay. So again, higher than average. Mm-hmm. Higher mm-hmm. than average. All right. Let's grab our glass, grab our can, and let's open her up. Uh, that's a great sound, especially with the surround sound we almost have in your, uh, um, what do you call this room? Um, podcast studio right now. Yeah. Podcast studio. But it is the, uh, it is the office at the end of the day. Yes. The office, the podcast office. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. What are we drinking out of here, Brett? Oh, of course. You can just drink it a nice pint glass. Okay, nice basic pint glass. I mean, if you got a craft beer connoisseur's pint glass, by all means, drink out of that. Um, yeah. I don't think many people do have that. 
Uh, but you know we're getting on it. We haven't sold any. Yeah, because we're we, getting on we, it because we don't have any maids. Yes, <laughs> uh, we've. I don't know if you know this, but uh, our lives been a little busy. Yeah, every one of us. Yours. Been, yeah. One of us isn't even here. Well, uh, as you guys know, you know we haven't even mentioned him. Yeah, well, that guy. Good. Yeah, that guy. Why I don't even know who he is anymore. Yeah, I can say what? his name. Let's not say his name. No, I won't. Now, one thing we can mention is yes. that uh, when we do the picture of this, um, we have upgraded our light box. Yeah, uh, we were. Busy enough, but not a busy to the point where we were able to get a new light box. Listen, we're always thinking about this podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the time. It was actually moved into the house, and you're like, I need a light box. I, First thing you bought. I, honestly, it was. I said, you know what? The podcast deserves a light box, a newer one. The older one looked a little bit grungy, and it wasn't that great. It, I was, think it was falling apart. I think it was like the third day we used it, the ring light in it absolutely blew yeah, out. Yep. And uh, that's why uh, we got a new one. We got a new burp, one. Burp. But speaking of new, this beer that I've never had before, and yeah. you've never had before. No. We should probably give it a little bit of a scent. Yeah, smell, a scent. We? we should give it a scent or we should smell what scent it's given us. Ooh, that is nice. It doesn't really uh, smell like a uh, lager, obviously. It has, yeah. you can definitely tell the, those hops, yeah. those uh, strawberry melon flavors are coming off the aroma there. Um, yeah, yeah I'm the, actually the, quite looking forward to this one. Yes, there's some melon on the nose there for me too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, kind of like a cantaloupe. Is what, yes, I, is what yes, I'm getting. I was, you know, there's the honeydew aspect, but I'm not really getting that. It's more of a cantaloupe okay. on those right now. And you're me. more of a, a melon expert when it comes yeah, to uh, so cantaloupes, much, honeydews, yeah. um, Maybe more the, so other, than the other ones. The other, <laughs> all the other melons <laughs> yeah, that yes. you can get. Uh, Watermelon. Uh, yeah. yeah, the appearance of this. Yeah. Lager-ish. Um, Lager is with a little bit of haziness in there. There's yeah, there's a, a, I would say a fair amount of it's haziness. It's almost like uh, bordering maybe on a hazy lager, perhaps. Yeah. Um, Which I... I Gladly enjoy. Good. And I'm going to in a couple minutes. <laughs> Good carbonation. Yep. Um, Head does disappear. There might be some lacing here on the uh, on the back, yeah, which I, is totally I, fine. I anticipate there'd be some lacing yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, there's some adjuncts kind of floating around. Mm. Yeah, no, it it looks good. It smells good. But do you want to know there's one thing? That we haven't done with it yet. There's good lighting in here. Yes, right? A lot better because we had to shut the lights off before. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah to, to turn off the AC. Now we got central air and it's great. So what's the one thing we need to do? Drink it. All right, let's drink it. You let's go ahead. I will. You uh, get a little sippy poo-poo in you. you. We'll go from there. Okay, all right. That's quite nice, actually. Quite uh, nice. Let me, I, I, let me was, try. Uh, let me try. I was a little bit uh, parched. Uh, I have I got a full tour of the place, and then mm-hmm. uh, you know how to do some setting up and whatnot. So usually I, I just uh, I come in, we start, I'm mean, a go. Because um, it's already set up for it's you. Already generally. set up, and today that's really nice. Um, I um, do you think producer Austin sets it up? Because he doesn't. No, 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 no producer. Poor guy. He did set up his chair in the corner, though. He did. He did put his chair in the corner. Oh, what a what a classy guy. Um, this is good. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I like this actually. It's got, you know, it's got that loggerish kind of vibes, but the, but that haziness and that honeydew or melon, sorry, not honeydew, melon is coming through very nicely. That strawberry is also there, mm-hmm. and you don't really see many beers hit that strawberry note unless they're using artificial strawberry. Yeah, right. Yeah. This one is definitely hitting the. I got a thing there. Except this is <laughs> you're going back from where? Yeah, no, this is uh, good. Again, d- there is a difference between a lager and a rice lager. Um, this does have the rice lager characteristics. I would say I lean more to the rice lager kind of aspect as well, like um, or the flavor profiles. Yeah. Uh, than a traditional lager. I mean, nothing wrong. Yeah, I'm a big it. fan of like Japanese super dry lagers. You, you uh, are. Yeah. 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 All right. Actually, so uh, so like gray matter up in 
that area. Mm-hmm. They make a great uh, rice lager. Right. Um, but uh, this one, yeah, I think it's got, it's, as I kind of mentioned earlier, I was kind of joking about it. It's like, oh, good things from different brewing styles from, you know, <laughs> Japan yeah. and the German yeah. malts. Like, actually, you know what? <laughs> this is coming together to be a very, very nice beer. For sure. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but I went to Asia once. Uh, did you go to Thailand? We are in Thailand now, aren't we? <laughs> Anyways, but again, I think it's just there with a, there's a bunch of rice loggers, right? So that's that's their main kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's, there's a little bit of rice. This isn't a bad thing to say, but there's a lot of rice there. There's a lot of rice. Yes, a lot of rice fields. So um, yeah, no, well done. The, there is melon coming through. There's strawberry notes for sure. Uh, the the rice logger aspect, as I said, it's 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 well done. Pretty pretty balanced. What do yes. you think? So well, uh, I think no. As I said, well balanced, very nice. Um, I could have this on a nice. Um, it's almost like a thirst quencher, right? It's not yeah. Gatorade by any stretch or Powerade. Oh, I can't yeah. remember which one it was that has the thirst quencher. Yeah. yeah. But uh, this would be a great one for like you know after you maybe mowed the lawn for the first time. Uh-huh. Um, you just sit that. on the deck and you uh, maybe Ma- heater deck. depending because it is October now. Massive deck. Massive deck. Yeah. Massive. Unsolicited, like two story. unsolicited deck picks is what I'm sending yes. out to people. You know? Yeah, I bet. Um, <laughs> Check you know. my deck. Yeah, exactly. So much seedage. Um, <laughs> there is. But uh, yeah, this would be like a great beer after that. Yeah. It's almost like it's a good first beer of the day. This kind of is beer a beer after a, a hard um, working athletic activity. I'm not saying grass mowing is athletic activity by any stretch. I guess it depends what kind of mower yeah. you Or like if you know, if you were blowing the driveway in the wintertime, have this beer as a reward. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, very, it's a very versatile beer. It's like a reward. <laughs> this is what this beer is. Yeah, it is a very versatile beer for sure. Um, let's get to the top five flavor profiles. Yeah, Austin said, let's get into that, let's right? Let's start getting into that. Um, number one, smooth it, it definitely it's goes smooth, down. Smooth. It definitely goes down smooth. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely tell you uh, that is correct. Um, yeah, I would keep it as number one for sure. Number two is balanced. I think we've kind of nailed it on the head. Like it's just everything's kind of coming together to make this beer um, really solid, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's and I guess we haven't touched about the can label. We'll get there in a second. Yeah, um, I was just going back and trying yeah, to remember yeah. four point six. Yeah, right. nice lager. Uh, number three, bitter. Oh wow, we're splitting these up. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, reverse Uno on you. <laughs> yeah, all right, bitter. There is a there is a, a touch of bitterness to it. Yes, which I like though. Not winning it at all. Yeah, I think mixed with the flavors that it already exists, it's it's good. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, now, there's only three because obviously the low amount of check-ins. Yeah. Uh, number four, I'd probably put in there as a, like a melon. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, number five, mel- I'd, melanie, I think is yeah, one. Yeah, melanie, I believe is the yeah. preferred term. And number five, probably put in like a berry. Uh, not strawberry per se, but I put in like berry. Um, yeah. You know, that's what I would put in. Yeah, I'd put light. Again, yeah. Refreshing would be another one. I always yeah. said this is a refresher. Crisp. Yes, crisp. It is. It, and it's clean. It's a clean yeah. beer, yeah. right? Um, yeah, but, it finishes. But, it finishes really well. Sorry, just to kind yeah, of, yeah. it does finish fairly well. Like you get a bit of stickiness in, in the mouth, like yeah. for mouthfeel, but like it uh, it does finish quick, which is good because again, you had your sip, mm-hmm. sat there for a couple of seconds, and you wanted to kind of get back into it. Right? Yes, it is a beer that makes me wanting to come back for more. Yeah, which in my uh, constitution. Means that it's a good beer. Yeah, for right. sure. Uh, but let's see what other people thought about this one on Untapped. Entirely the first one. Yeah, number one here we got Spike. Handle is Sir Spike. <laughs> Must Handel. be a volleyball guy. Yeah, either that or used to have frosted tips. Uh, stay, stay the following: a typical dry, crisp lager, slightly bitter throughout, not overly flavorful or adventurous. Three point one out of five. I don't know if I agree with what. Um, 
Sir Spike is saying. I get the typical dry crisp lager slightly bitter throughout that part. Yep. But there's a lot of flavor there, and it's definitely an adventurous uh, brew because you don't see, obviously, people throwing in melon hops into a, a rice lager. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't I, again, I, I kind of disagree, but uh, Spike gave it a 3.1 out of 5. So um, they, that's their rating. Yep. Might not be our rating, but we'll no, see. No, no, I think Myers might be higher. Yeah. Uh, the next one comes from Mike D, and his handle is Shin Triad. Okay. Said complex and a bit saisony with tart notes. Okay, I kind of see. Okay, a little bit saisony, but I guess um, kind of like a little more earthy, right? Yes, in a way. Yeah. Uh, aroma reminds me of being in a sake distillery. Okay, I've never been to one of those, so I actually can't tell you. Yeah, but it, I mean, Mike you went has. to Asia once. Did you go to one? Of those? Uh, we never went there. Sorry, <laughs> you know, I I messed up. Yeah, I think so. God, Next time you go to Asia, go. yeah, you're going to one of those. You want to go? Uh, sure. You wouldn't go. I would actually. Um, <laughs> you would I, do the flight? Yes, I would. Okay. Because I would, if I was going to do that though, I would make sure that I'm doing like first class. So just load me up with booze so I can sleep. Oh, yeah. That's what I would do. I don't know if you'd be comfortable with a 14 and a half flight. Yeah. I'm not riding economy. It's different on those flights. Yeah, I understand. Fair enough. Fair enough. I've had some great um, airplane meals, trust me. Yeah. Yeah, those cookies though. Tell you. you keep a biscuit for a brewery yeah. after, yeah, exactly. and then you get comped a thousand. Somebody... Get comped a thousand bucks. Yeah, because I've heard that. Right? Use your system, God, that producer's bachelor party was fantastic. What a great time! You know, reimbursed for it. Yeah. Anyway, um, back to this um, um, review. It just says a nice debut that feels timely. And I think this is if this is going to be a staple of eventually, hopefully, when they get to a bricks and mortar location, this is going to bring people back for sure. Yeah. Um, and Mike D gave it a four out of five for sure. Now, that's the thing is I wouldn't necessarily have like five of these, but uh, two or three, you know. Keep I'd, have it, a, I'd uh, bring a couple take-homes, have them when you want them, right? Keep it comfortable. Keep it comfortable. Yeah. Uh, Austin's just getting uh, his calculator out here because he knows he's got to do a little bit of math. That's a good thing for him. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> it is good for sure. Better than you do. Uh, before we do that, though, just to kind of help him with the calculator because it's a big, like one of those old ones, like office calculators. Yes. Um, I should touch on the camp. Yeah, might as well. Um, So it just kind of seems, again, we've kind of mentioned about balance and bringing everything together. Mm -hmm. It's kind of just got those circles, two blue, one kind of like a off red, if you will. Yeah. Um, And yeah, just simple. I I do like the background. Almost looks like a a card stock. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Faded card stock. Yeah, yeah, no, um, pretty simple and basic. Like natural natural pressed paper. Yes. And you would say the image was probably like a watercolor painting? Yeah, watercolor. Thank you. I haven't done a watercolor painting since I was like grade five. So there you go. It's probably better for everybody. I think so too. All right. Um, But yeah, no, this is a a, a can that's definitely would attract if if it got in the LCBO. And I know I was reading an article that they got rejected from the LCBO. Um, I would highly recommend that they try again. Try, try uh, because again. I think this one needs to be in the LCBO yeah. to get uh, a broader range of people to to buy it because it is a very good beer. For sure. All right. So I'm going to give this, because I think we should start with the ratings now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think this is a good time. Good. So I'm going to give it a 4.25. Well thought out, well balanced, good flavor profile. Brett, you're taking a sip. Yeah, I just want to get one more sip in, in there before. Time. Yep, I know. Uh, it'd be great if that he not be named would have filled in there because I yes, had another sip. But that's true. He not be named um, was not named. Was not named um, or not here. <laughs> both. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to be right with you there. I think a 4.25 is an accurate rating for this uh, for this beer. Um, again, you know what? Good thing. This is a good thing right here. Yeah. No, both the name of the beer and the actual beer itself. It's a good thing. <laughs> It's good things. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Or do you want to go ahead and give producer Austin's rating? Uh, sure. What are you doing over there? 
Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Sign language guy knows his <laughs> ASL. Yeah. Uh, 3.25, he's saying. All right. So we got the three ratings, a 3.25, a 4.25, and another 425, mm-hmm. which gives us an overall rating of 3.916, which we're going to round up. To four. To a solid four. Yes. That's a good rice logger right there. Absolutely. We're going to be right back with beer number two. Okay. We're back. Mm-hmm. Just flew in. Yes. Yes, you did. On the back of some... Lovely day birds. Oh, I thought it was going to be the unsolicited deck. <laughs> massive, man. Uh, <laughs> I, actually, I can see it right now, and it's pretty massive. Yeah. It's a big, it's a big one. She Got did. some square footage to her. She's not bad, not bad. Uh, the second beer is Lovely Day. A lovely day, lovely day, uh, which is a hazy New England-style pale ale. Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's 5% ABV, and the IBUs are unlisted. Um, Brett, why don't you tell us a little bit about this beer uh, before we actually get uh, to cracking into it? Oh, that's me. I'll say that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so this beer is brewed with malted oats and pale wheat malt. The higher protein content of those two adjuncts helps creating a fuller mouthfeel, okay. a bigger body, oh. me, and aids <laughs> in haze stability. Yeah. I don't know if you knew this, but I am bigger than Tyler. Slightly. Yeah. Uh, this was hopped with Idaho 7 in the Whirlpool, and then dry hopped with Simcoe and El Dorado. Ooh, uh, I like those hops. I like those, hops. I like those hops. That's a good hop combination uh, for I sure. Do. Big fan. Big fan. Absolutely. It's a lovely day. What can you say? <clears throat> it is a lovely day. Um, speaking of lovely day, it has 28 check-ins. So again, very minute check-ins mm-hmm. uh, with an average rating of 3.81 out of 5. Uh, we have one friend that's checked it in. The brew guy and bourbon. Big fan of the brews and the bourbon. <clears throat> I'm just surprised out of 28 check-ins that we have one friend. Let's check in. Yeah. That, that yeah. speaks to our community. Yeah, so, we, we got a good one. Shout out to that uh, craft beer consumers. Matt, community. that's his name. Yes. I met him a couple of times. Yes. Yeah. Uh, with a rating of 3.70. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Grab your can and grab your glass. And let's open her up. So again, because it's just a pale ale and not an IPA, okay? Oh boy! Oh boy! We are drinking this out of a pint glass. Yeah. Um, just for because again, was that's the way it was labeled. So that's what we got here. Yeah. Look at look at the pores. Nice the pores. pores. Nice pores. Good Austin, head. Austin. Not bad. Uh, not bad. He has signed that he did an okay pour. With, with he put the uh, thumb and the index finger together, mm-hmm. and then with the three other fingers, go, I went like this. Okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> okay. Um, on the nose, what do you got, Brett? Uh, well. No. Not on your nose. I know. On the oh. nose. Oh. Oh. Let me tell you. Lovely day in the nostrils. I know you got a bigger <laughs> nose, so maybe. <laughs> you might have the bigger body, but I got the bigger nose, Brett. Yeah, this is true. These are actual facts. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> What do you smell? And I'll let you know if uh, my sniffer's picking it up. I, this honestly smells like freaking orange juice. <sighs> it's nice. Yes, very nice. Yeah, no, nice. it's... Uh, very lovely. Gosh. I'll yeah. stop with the some, puns some, now. Some good fruitiness to it for yes. sure. Um, the color of it looks yeah. like a five alive. Bingo. 
You know, Absolutely. like like through and through. Like you, a nice carbonated five alive. You can't see. Well, we, we'll speak to the carbonation maybe well, when yes. we taste it because it's hard to tell. Like there's not a whole see lot of can, carbonation. There's better out. lighting here now. So, um, but yeah, the, the obviously it's very, very hazy throughout. Yeah. Um, it's almost like cloudy, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. I cannot see you through the glass, which is very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I like that in a That's beer. a good barometer. <laughs> That's to a good. If I can't see your face through it, the beer. That's that, a good beer. That's a good beer right there. All right. Well, let's All figure right. it out if it's a good beer on the taste. Shouldn't How we? about I taste this one first? It is your house now. <laughs> so House rules. I house rules, I guess. I got to follow them. So. No, no. You drank the last that's one first. Fair. Fill no, some go, time. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's see. And down the hatch she goes. Uh, and here comes the review. And okay, I'll toss it over to you. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate that. You take your sip and let I me will. know, I know what you Thank get you. out of it. Um, yeah. Good fruit flavor, um, nice full body. Like it, 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 it's there. It's got the mouthfeel. There's some creaminess to it. Um, the haze is there. The Idaho Seven, picking up on that for sure, mm-hmm. and El Dorado on the back end. Yeah. I'm picking that up. Um, this is a good beer. A good beer. Um, <laughs> this right there. Yeah, it's good beer. It's good. It's good beer. Um, the one thing I will say, it's definitely about the fuller uh, mouthfeel. <sighs> oh wow! Look at yeah. that. Little sneezer tinker in there. I got another one coming. Oh, uh, so, uh, one and, in the chamber. One yeah, in the chamber. one in the chamber. Um, but I will say that um, I could definitely understand how this is giving that that fuller um, body because this is one that's going to probably sit there for a little bit. Uh, however, for me, this is a one that I want there. I want to sit there for a little bit. That's what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, no, I actually really, really enjoy this beer. Um, almost one of those ones like where you just want to not put it down the hatch quickly. You just want to like have a nice sipper, right? A little sip here, a little sip there and kind of just coast um, through a, uh, like a, a playoff game, uh, maybe with some offense involved. Um, if you watch the Jays uh, two games, they didn't have any of that, but uh, that's a whole other story that we could <laughs> talk about. Um, and this beer is definitely like, I, I'm going to use another Jays pun here. This beer is like if you just would have kept riding Brios instead of uh, replacing it with Kikuchi, perhaps. This is just one of those things. I just want to ride. I want to ride what got me to the dance, not just, you know. I'm hearing bring you. Wanna, in a, bring you in want, a Southpaw because it's a little different. You want to ride Brios is what I'm hearing. Yes. <laughs> there, you go, there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, so Idaho 7. I was just, you know, I want to kind of touch on that. And it's so the, the population f- of the state of Idaho. <laughs> we love you, Idaho. <laughs> um yeah, kind of going some of the, the flavor profiles with that hop, right? Um, and I, I'm getting this. I just want to make sure that you said you're really tasting the Idaho 7, so I want to make sure that these are lining up for you. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, oh, I love Idaho. No, no. Tropical fruit. Yes. Right? So yeah. this is, again, very citrusy, very tropical fruit. Um, apricot, you know, stone fruit, orange. The old I, stone fruit. You don't hear that very often. We, we haven't brought it back. Yeah, yeah but. Apricots, I'm not an apricot guy, so I don't really, can't. Okay. That, no, sure. Uh, orange. You get some orange from it. Uh, yeah. Um, you're probably not a big fan of papaya. We've talked about papaya in the past. Past papaya. Honestly, the most papaya I have is literally when it's involved with a hop and a beer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going out to no frills and buying a papaya. Sure. A little bit of red grapefruit kind of aspect from the. Uh, um, I'm not a grapefruit guy either. I know. Which is really funny because but you mix it all together and all the and all these things like oh I hate that I hate that I hate that. But yeah, throwing a hop and a beer, man, it's a little bit different. It's a good time, isn't it? 
Yeah. And makes think, me really want to like try more fruit. I won't, uh, <laughs> but makes me want to try it. And I think that's kind of where we come back to like the whole like, hey, this looks like the five alive, right? Like it looks like the five alive. It does have very much the citrus, the stone fruit, the passion fruit-ish kind of flavor profile. I am getting Are the those apricot? the actual profiles of Five Alive? Because I'm actually don't even no, know. No, 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 I, I don't. I'm actually interested to see what the five, <laughs> like what makes it Five Alive. I, the ones that I listed are not. Okay. But uh, look that up right the now, orange actually. for sure. Yeah, you look that up early. Oh. Austin, Austin, why don't you look it up and type it in there? That'd be great. Yeah, please do. But yeah, with this, good flavor profile. Um, getting the apricot, a little bit of the uh, red grapefruit, um, orange for sure. So it does kind of give you stone fruit, citrus uh, kind of profile. It's hitting it. It's doing a great job. Hit okay. us with that. So the five uh, thanks, alive Austin. is yeah. lemon, lime, orange, grapefruit, and tangerine. So, you know, 40%. Delivers a taste explosion with a unique citrus zing. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I mean, saying. is this a taste explosion with uh, a citrus zing? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, kind of, yeah. yeah. All right. For sure. Uh, let's get to the top five flavor profiles. Austin's given us the uh, international hurry the heck up sign, so. That was the middle finger he just gave us. Yeah, I know, but. Okay. Um, <laughs> Now, this one's a little funny because we, we talked about the uh, limited amount of check-ins just because, obviously, Lovebird's new. And the first one only had three and had more check-ins. Yeah. This one has 28 check-ins and has five flavor profiles. What an astute observation, Brett. Yeah. Uh, I'm not just another pretty face here, let me tell you. Oof. I do have some smarts. I've held down a job for, like, almost nine years. Yeah. So, let me tell you. Wow. I know what I'm doing a little bit. Okay. Okay, all right. Yep. Uh, number one, fruity. Yes, see. Yes. Oh, 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 Espanol. <laughs> Press the SAP button. On your button. Yeah. Okay. Number two, hoppy. Um, again, the the fruit flavors are driven by the hops. Yes. But again, it it's not overly like hoppy. It's not. There's there's no bitterness to it too. Like I don't find there's bitterness to it, which might spoil something coming up in the future. But oh. Like citrus, perhaps, number three? Number three is citrus. I am getting the citrus. Yes, that's very the, much so. That's the I orange. Agree. There's a bit of um, the, the papaya. It's a good combination. I, I like the Idaho 7. I, I really do like it as a hop, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. in this style of beer, which is commonly where you would see yeah. it. I just need to go to Idaho and find the seven people that live there. Yeah. Uno reverse. Number four. Ah, I knew you were going to do that. Bitter. <laughs> uh, it was a little bitter on the back end. Uh, I, don't get me wrong, but like I, I kind of expected that to, sure. to come. I'm not saying that bitterness is overpowering at all. I don't want it to be. I want it to be exactly what this is. Yeah. I don't think there needs to be any changes to no. the recipe, anything like that. This is a, a very, very good beer. Yeah, for sure. And number five is tropical. Uh, judging by the leaves that are blowing right now, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was just looking at that too. Yeah, all right. Very beautiful. Yeah, we got more scenery now instead of a screen. It's great. I can yeah. actually see you know your uh, your deck and the forestry. Yeah, there's yeah. a forest back there. Yeah, you probably get some of that uh, trimmed down there. <laughs> we'll see what we can do about trimming the forest down for you. Brett. Thank you. Um, yeah, tropical. I I get that. I get that. again. I, the order of this is number one being fruity cop out I, I would actually go ahead and name like either the orange or the apricot first um three is citrus i'd move that up to two hoppy is there and i, I get it but again the hoppiness drives the the flavors mm. bitter i dropped to five if not even put it on there and then five is tropical i move that up so only thing I, i'm gonna say only thing i like to see but i would maybe suggest uh, and, and i kind of said oh don't trust me if this was like you throw a little bacteria in there to have some sourness to it so instead of going with the pale ale, you want to sour this yeah, beer? Yeah, I'm just saying. Maybe uh, just in, in the future terms, like obviously when you you know get a bricks more location and kind of things grow from there, um, 
Why not? Or th- throw it, you know, just yeah. an idea. I'd be interested to see what kind of other beers. Because all they, the flavors there. Right? They kind of come out with. But yeah. Yeah, again, like, this is something that the industry kind of does though, right? Is like, in, in cert- certain breweries go ahead and they're like, oh, well, we have this. It's great, but let's do something completely different with it or change it up a little bit, right? Like, sometimes it's good if you have something that's great, stick with the greatness. Bingo. And so maybe you don't need to change anything. Like this, it, it's a good beer. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's a very good beer. Um, let's go to the untapped users here. We're moving along, Austin. Relax, mm-hmm. relax. We're getting on. Big aviary expert over there, I think. Yeah. Right? Uh, so the first one comes from Kevin C. And his handle is Gaffer Kev. And he says, uh, citrusy and then hoppy. Those Simcoe hops. So he's getting the Simcoe. Mm-hmm. I mean, tr- right now you are closer to Simcoe than you are to Idaho. Um, so that's true. There is that. This but- guy's right. This guy's <laughs> this guy's good. I am good at geography. Trust me. Uh, he rated it a three point five out of five. All right, Jeremy, handle King Jeremy CDN. Presumably Might mean Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, that's true. Um, said the following: a bit muddled, but nice hop throughout, and then did not provide a rating at all. So going, uh, and Austin's kind of relaying this uh, to me, is that uh, he was going through, and there's obviously people that have rated the beer, but these were really the only two comments. So we had sure. to take it, I guess. We take it to the limit. We did. One more time. Um, and one thing to note, just based off of uh, Kevin's there with the Semico hops, it kind of goes along with what we were saying. Like I, I did mention the passion fruit. Mm-hmm. You'll get more of the pininess of, of the hop, right? So... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I get that. Some yeah. berry characteristics, yeah. which you might have alluded to a little yep. bit, too. And there's no, uh, I don't think, to my knowledge of geography, there's no uh, hop farms in either Simcoe or Simcoe County. What about uh, Idaho? What do you know about Idaho uh, hop farms? Idaho, they got, some, they got some hop farms there. Okay. Maybe seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. What did you see? Tried Idaho six? Uh, well, well, you know what? There you go. It was a good time, and then yeah, seven yeah. came along. Yeah, yeah. And then seven, eight, nine. Anyway, um, Jeez, so you are dad. <laughs> yeah, damn right I am. Anyway, um, so out of five, uh, I'm gonna Where four point five. Four point five. I really, really like this beer. Um, so, and kudos to you, Alex, for uh, making two phenomenal brews to kind of um, get the contract uh, kind of going here, and hopefully, uh, you know, we can get a go up there to Thornberry, um, see your friends at Thornberry. Uh, get some ciders as well. Yeah. Plus, uh, stop there, get some beers. Um, yeah, good, very, very good job. Well done. For sure. Um, so for myself, I'm I'm kind of like sitting here and just I haven't had a sip for a little bit, and just how the beer is kind of. You sit. should have one. But no, 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 no. Okay. I think it's important to kind of like sit there and, and let that flavor still kind of like linger in the mouth. Um, some can be off-putting, some are not. This is not. Um, I respect the four point five. Yes. Um, I'm going to go a little bit lower, but I think it's a very, very solid beer. So I'm going to go 4.25. And Austin over here, 3.75. So 3.75. It's a nice hop combination, which I agree agree with. with, Yeah. And which I'm kind of surprised with. Like, Austin, you don't have to be shy here. Nice hop combination, good flavors. 3.75, you could have brought her up. You could have brought her up, but it, you know, it's okay. It's, it's true. Okay. It's your call, and uh, um, obviously you've uh, said that what you said. Yeah, why don't uh, you tell us what the overall is? I yes. know it says for me to do it, but Austin's busy. I think you should do this one. I did the last one. Yeah, he's up using the indoor plumbing currently. Yeah. Um, so that gives us a team score of 4.16666666666667. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I wrap that up to a 4.25 though. <laughs> there you go. All right. 
Not bad. Not bad. No, two very, very good beers. Good job, Alex. And thanks for delivering them as well. And then, obviously, we got to talk about, you know, our aviary interest, right? We should. In terms of birds. Coming up next. Absolutely. And we're back for our uh, thematic conversation. And no, we're not talking about your, your deck. You know what we didn't do? What? We didn't talk about the can the last one. You want to just touch about the can? Oh, yes. the, this, the rainbow watercolor? Yeah. Yeah. Let's touch on it. We, yeah. we didn't do it. We talked about it offline. We said, you know what? Let's, let's mention it. Rainbow watercolor. Rainbow watercolor. There on Japanese go. rice paper. That's what we decided yeah. off, offline. Thanks. We said yeah. it could be Japanese rice paper. Correct. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm, it is. But um, we should take flight here yes. and, and tell us what should we're talking be. about yes, here. Yes, So I wanted to look up the uh, definition of lovebird. And it was an openly affectionate couple. A picture of you and your wife. Uh, probably was not. In, in the dictionary. <laughs> what do you mean probably not? Uh, it's so funny. Uh, like when your relationship started. Yeah. The two of you just were glued at the hip. Lovebirds, some would say. Some would say like... Two little lovebirds. One would fly away and the other one f- would follow. And if not, the one would leave and the other one would die. So, <laughs> lovebirds. Yeah. Uh, either way, um, that's not going to work here. We're not going to talk about our affection history. Okay. I figured that probably wouldn't be good. Um, however, the lovebird is a very small African and Madagascar parrot with a green plumage and red or, uh, red or black face. Mm-hmm. So I feel as though probably it's better to talk about that version than the other version, right? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Sure, sure. Um, so do we like birds? Do it's you like birds? Very, very generic question. Yes. This is nice. This is actually really, uh, I like this thematic conversation. Very lighthearted, very nice. Um, <clears throat> let's do the massive round table we have. Yes. Uh, like we do. You go first. We actually have a round table now, which is we, quite, we, quite we funny. We do. You go first. I'll go next, and then I'll mention producers, or I'll mix it up. How about that? Okay. Um, so do you I like do birds? like birds, yes, yes. There's lots of birds uh, that come like to sit on my window. Um, uh-huh. They sometimes like to shit on my window. Mm, uh, you don't like that bird? No, I don't like that bird. Um, but, you know, I'm... What I'm, kind of birds do you usually have? Uh, around, I'm not really too familiar with... Um, the species? The species, if you will. Sure, sure. I know uh, a cardinal usually flies around. Um, I feel as though they've flown in from St. Louis. I don't know. Uh, perhaps. Right. right. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you see, you know, the basic black ones, the basic white ones. <laughs> you have no idea about <laughs> bird species. I, right? I, I no, I have no idea in bird species. I do like watching them, like in nature and whatnot, fly around and, and do well, that's their That's where you would things. watch them. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the names of them at all. Well, like, it might be something I, to kind of like dive into yeah, a little yeah. bit. I, I know uh, our um, other tech guy at uh, at work. He does like a bird watching trip every year. Yeah, there's people that, like, I mean, they go hard. Like, binoculars and everything. Oh, they go hard. You're right. Like, there's a whole community. And I, hey, I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum. We do a craft beer podcast. Yeah, people might true. find that weird, but. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Let me tell you. I mean, you. I, I could bird watch with a beer in my hand. You could. Right. Um, so, you like birds? Yeah. yeah you like don't know them. about uh, the, the Blue Jays are disappointed. Oh, God. I'm going to go on about that here for we sure. Go. We're talking about the Orioles, too, here soon. Well, they've also disappointed, too. So. All right. I mean, granted, we were recording this before. Maybe they lost game three. Maybe they won game three. We don't know. Fair enough. So, you're done? Yeah, With go that? ahead. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah I, li- I like birds. I, I don't, like, I don't hate birds. I don't love birds, but I like birds. Um, we had a bird feeder at the apartment. Um, and we would see a couple birds there, but the elevation, we were really too high up. So mm-hmm. there's certain birds that you'd get, some of you wouldn't. 
Um, I, I will <coughs> say also, I didn't mean to cut you off, yeah, but no. the elevation of where we're recording has changed because now yes. we're at below ground. <laughs> well, no, no. We're, we're, we're I guess above, even par. We're, we're above ground. We're still, we're, actually, we're a lot lower than what we used to be. We are, but we're actually higher in terms of um, all the other residences generally in uh, the municipality in which we reside now, except for the one place that's a little bit north of us. Anyways, I do like birds. Um they're, they're nice. I, I do enjoy watching them. And I, I look forward to putting in some bird features and such. Producer, you want to uh, yes, do the producer? Producer Austin, yes. Uh, no, I did not want to do the producer. I just wanted to tell him what, what he's saying. Yep. Um, and yes, uh, uh, his grandpa really enjoyed birds and has had many bird feeders in his backyard and was featured in a local newspaper one year because of this. Nice. Mm-hmm. My grandfather was a huge bird person as well and mm-hmm. had a bunch of like flower beds yeah, yeah. To, to draw in the birds. So, yeah. Uh, favorite favorite style of bird? Favorite style? <laughs> Style. Favorite Species style of bird. Of bird. Yeah. What kind of style of bird do you ride with? What's your ride die style? Uh, Larry Bird, 1988. <laughs> it's a good year for Larry. Yeah, very good year for Larry. What do you got? What kind of style style bird do you like? What kind of species of bird do you like? Uh, well, you know, um, no, I'm not going to say Larry Bird. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm kind of biased to Blue Jays for sure. Um, and the cardinal as well, because yeah. uh, the cardinal, call, does, have, the cardinal does have some um, under underlying meaning to both myself and my wife. So we kind of, I would say, the that cardinal the, does. Sorry to interrupt you yeah. this time. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, but tit for tat. Yeah, uh, the cardinal has, a, I think, a, a place in everybody's heart almost. Yes. Like there, it seems like there's a lot of connection to mm-hmm. you know somebody in somebody's family that when they see it they think of like a grandma or grandpa mm-hmm. or a child whatever it might be there is there's connection there I I. I don't know what it is about the Cardinal, but it seems like it's tied to a lot of families. Mm-hmm. And the Cardinal is tied to bush beer a lot, so I assume that... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I see where you're going with that first year. Yeah, uh, we were trying to have a moment there. Yeah, yeah, just we were. shot the yeah. bird out of... Yeah. <laughs> Pull! <laughs> yeah, sorry. My bad. Um, Producer Austin over there, uh, don't, he doesn't have a runaway favorite. Well, they don't run, they fly, but still. They do fly. Um, a flyaway favorite. You yes, should have put that. Uh, Austin, you missed uh, an opportunity. Big fan of the owl. Um, uh, but, however, he's going to go with the bald eagle. Probably seen a few of those in Idaho. Yep. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing, but it's funny. Yeah. And I will laugh with you. Yeah. Uh, you can tell me that joke offline. Anyway. The owl is interesting. I, I like owls as well. Uh, have you seen the picture of the owls cross-legged? The way they sit? No, I have not actually. <laughs> yeah. Is that like a... Hasn't come across my Google Chromecast photos uh, when they slide by. I need to get too, one of those in there. Too, too bad. Um, yeah, favorite style of bird. Um, I, I love a Blue Jay, not just because I'm a huge Toronto Blue Jays fan. Like I just... I've always been drawn to the Blue Jay, the colors of it. Very aggressive bird. Mm-hmm. Very aggressive bird. Um, very territorial. Uh, loves peanuts. If you didn't know and about that. And Cracker Jacks? No. But they do enjoy peanuts. So we, I would put peanuts on our balcony and they would come fly up and we would see the odd blue jay. Actually, when I was um, doing a municipal law course uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, uh, there's a couple of blue jays that were flying up. And I was like, this is, I love that. I love watching that. So um, yeah, big fan of the blue jay. I also like hummingbirds. I think they're just super fast, super agile. Very, very cool. Very cool. And I think it's, bird watching is better when you go and just, um, not say like a, like a trip and just like, okay, I need to see this bird, this bird, this bird. It's better when it just happens organically. Right. Yeah. Right. Just, yeah. You, know, you know, you see a couple, couple birds, just, you know, 
yawking at each other. Is that the word? Yawking? I don't know if that's a, like a bird word. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> what a statist. Go on to your, go on so your any, next question, yes. which actually flows really nicely with this. Yes. So I've heard bird watched or interacted with a bird before, like at a zoo or like an event or anything like that. Uh, I did do like the, um, what do they call it? Not the Ripley's, but we uh, little reptiles. Like they have birds there, right? Yeah, like little reptile shows. Yeah, 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 like yeah, the okay. mall. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I did yeah. a couple, bit of that uh, back when I was younger. Broken but, stick had, yes, you know, yeah, the, the same sort of thing. Yes, the, correct. Yep. Yes. Um, so yeah, a bit of that. But I never had like a parrot sitting on my um, shoulder or anything like that. Like it would like talk a, back to like me. Like a macaw or something. Yeah. Or something like that. I, I know a friend of ours did have a parrot. Yep. Um, back in the day, like, talk back to him, which was really good because he needed some of that, I think, to kind of. My great aunt used to actually have a bunch of birds. Um, at her trophy shop, oh. uh, like old school, when she used to live on uh, here on here on Street in, in Stratford, but she had like thirteen birds in a cage there. So you go in to get a trophy, it's been a big cage. There, the, it was a big cage, and yeah. you, there'd be a bunch of birds. Yeah. Fun fact, man. There you go. Uh, Producer Austin, uh, no interaction at a zoo or an event, but has has bird watched. Uh, when his grandparents moved into the retirement home, uh, they. Um, him and his uh, wife yep. uh, gifted some bird feeders and stands from the house. A couple of these are at the window by his kitchen table. Uh, I have actually seen those. Mm-hmm. Um, same, same, same. And enjoy when the birds, especially the yellow finches. finches. Yeah, they're nice. I like uh, good yellow feed, finches. Yeah. Um, in the morning. Uh, they're better feeding in the morning than the afternoon, I guess. That's their early risers. So one thing about yellow finches, um, you want to have like some bright colors. You want to have like the yellow, which would draw them in. Um, the yellow finches <clears throat> for sure, but like they see the yellow and they, it draws them into the feeders. So like you can you see go. like a, a half dome usually over a feeder. Okay, very nice. Um, I do know a little bit about birds. Yes, uh, I feel as though if you ever want to start an aviary podcast, um, sure, go ahead. <laughs> I will not join. Um, uh, but uh, uh, I'm excited to put some bird feeders out here. But um, bird watch, not like you entire- got some painting to do first. Though. Yeah, we got to get the painting done first before bird feeders go. But I, I do enjoy watching birds. Um, there was an opportunity when I was at Disney the one time to go watch Birds of Paradise, uh, but my significant other um, she said no because she hates birds, ah. and so I hold that over her head every time because I would have loved to do that. But it doesn't matter. It was a missed opportunity. Um, I don't want to bring up Asia again, but I will, uh, because when we were doing this uh, trek through uh, the forest, there's a bunch of birds, and there's uh, like people that would go for bird watching in Asia, mm-hmm. like because again, you see things that you would not see over sure. here, right? Um, <laughs> that you would, yeah. So there's some really cool, cool birds that uh, were over that way too, which was really interesting. Um, and it's it's even when you go down to like Florida. And you'll be like walking around Epcot. You'll see a bird that looks so bizarre to us, mm-hmm. but it's 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 native to that area. So yeah. I think part of traveling, as much as I like to travel and go to different breweries, it is really cool to see kind of like native species birds yep. in each location because you'll never see that. Same thing with trees, mm-hmm. right? There's just very native trees that you only see where you travel. So that, well, that, when that's we get a brewery travel. about nature, we'll do a tree uh, tree one. We could talk about our evergreens and everything. W- like would that. we? Maybe. That'd be kind of naughty. Ha! Ha ha ha! All right, Fife, wrap this up, buddy. All right, let's get off your deck and let's go. <laughs> let's fly somewhere else. All like right. the ending the of farewell? this episode. Yeah, the farewell, perhaps. We'll be back with our farewell. Uh, 
All right, that's all for today's episode. Thanks again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday. I guess, uh, you know, us. The yeah, Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for our producer special, which will be next week. Mm-hmm. And make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite owl cross-legged enthusiast. <laughs> so for all of us and producer Austin, I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. <laughs>